What is going on, everybody? And I would like to welcome you to the Logos Podcast, where we talk about reality versus the Word of God. And it is me, Kingston Hawkins, and I would like to welcome you to today's episode. Today, I am going to be talking to you today about a known song in a unknown place. A known song in a unknown place. Psalms 137 and verse 1 through 4 says, By the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down. Yea, we wept when we remembered Zion. We hanged our harps upon the willows in the midst thereof. For there they that carried us away captive required of us a song. And they that wasted us required of us mirth, saying, Sing us one of the songs of Zion. How shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? I'm going to read verse 4 again. How shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? The early lines of the psalm describe the sadness of the Israelites in exile. While remembering their homeland, weeping and hanging their harps on trees, asked to sing the Lord's song in a strange hand, but they refused. The psalm is a communal lament about remembering Zion and yearning for Jerusalem while dwelling in exile during the Babylonian captivity. Psalms 137 was an encouragement and comfort to God's despondent people since their city of Jerusalem and the temple were in ruins. Psalms 137 verse 4 reminds us the Lord is with us in difficult days and times. And normal in the Old Testament was in the promised land where God had settled his people with the temple in the middle of his people. Surrounded by the walls of Jerusalem where they dwelled in God's presence continually. Our lives are filled with many challenges. All of us struggle uh, with personal problems and unknown places such as stress, anxiety, depression, self-doubt, addiction, and worries about our health, finances, and future. Today I am here to remind you that the Lord is with you always in the dark, unknown places. You may not know where you are or why you are in the situation or place you are in. But the Lord is still with you. The God I know is the author and finisher of your faith. The God I know is your beginning and your ending. The God I know is a protector, savior, and deliverer. His name is Jesus. Jesus cares for you in every way imaginable. You may think that you are alone and nobody cares for you. But that is a lie from the devil himself. Because if you would just look around you, you have a pastor that loves you. You have a youth group that loves you. You have a church that loves you, but most importantly, Jesus loves you. You might be in a dark place in your life. There are many dark places in uh, in the world that we live in. There are many, many dark places and situations that people are surrounded by and have to live by, and it is very sad. But let me tell you today, Jesus is still with you, and you still have Jesus. You might have fear. You might have anxiety. You might have hell or high waters attacking your life. But you still have a song that the angels cannot sing. The Lord has done so much for me. And He's done so much for you. He's given uh, us a life to live. He's given us food on the table. He's given us a roof over our heads. He's given us a home. He's given me a car, air condition. Uh, He's given me all kinds of blessings. And that's why the song says, How great is our God. Sing with me how great 
is our God. You need to uh, you ought to tell yourself, I'm coming out of this situation. Devil, you're about to lose this battle, and you're going to lose this war. I still have a song that tells me the Lord is great and mighty. When With men, it may be impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Micah 7 and 8 says, Rejoice not against me, O mine enemy. When I fall, I shall arise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. Dark times are normal. You may think that nobody knows what you are going through, and people are going to judge you based on what you are going through. But don't lie to yourself, and don't let the devil lie to you. Because Jesus is with you every step of the way, and will not leave you, nor forsake you. Psalms 23 verse 6, uh, sorry, verse 4 through 6 says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Let me tell you today that the reason you may feel lonely and the reason nobody is around you is because God is preparing you for your future and your calling. He's giving you a test to see if He can trust you. I want to tell you this right here, right now, while I have the chance. I want to tell you that you was never born to fit in, but you was born to stand out. You wasn't born like every other person. You was born with a light. You wasn't born like every other person. You was born with a calling that nobody else has. You was born for burden, for people, for missions, for evangelism, for pastoring, for whatever God has placed in your heart. You was born to reach other people that nobody else can reach and go places nobody else can go. Jude one twenty two says, and some... Uh, and of some have compassion making a difference you are a difference to the world around you because there is people that only you can go to and get them in church there's people only you can convince them to know who Jesus is and to teach them who Jesus is and why he has called you to be in ministry and why he has called them to be who they were meant to be God's heart for sending words to melodies is evident from even a casual reading of the Psalms. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord. Bless His name. Tell of His salvation from day to day. Is what Psalms 96, 1 through 2 says. Psalms 47 and 6 says, Sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises to our King. Sing praises. All told, the Bible contains over 400 references to singing and 50 direct commands to sing. The longest book of the Bible, the Psalms, is a book of songs. And in the New Testament, we're commanded not once but twice to sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to one another when we meet in the house of the Lord. Ephesians 5.19 says, Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in, to, in your heart to the Lord. Colossians 3.16 says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, and all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. There's questions that people ask, Why does God so often tell us not simply to praise Him, but to sing His praises when we meet? Why not just pray and preach? Why sing? Why are God's people throughout history always singing? Why words and music and not just words alone? 
why does God want us to sing? Well, one reason I come to tell you today is that God himself sings. In Zephaniah 3.17, it says, The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He will save. He will rejoice over thee with joy. He will rest in his love, and he will joy over thee with singing. On the eve of his crucifixion, Jesus sang hymns with his disciples. Matthew 26.30 says, And when they had sung a hymn, they went out into the Mount of Olives. Hebrews 2 and 12 says, saying, I will declare thy name unto my brethren. In the midst of the church will I sing praise unto thee. Psalms 22 and 22 uh, says uh, G, uh, to Jesus when it says in the midst of the congregation, I will sing your praise. And Ephesians 5 tells us that one effect of being filled with the Spirit is addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart. Ephesians 5, 18-19 says, And be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Verse 19 says, And speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. We worship a triune God who sings and He wants us to be like Him. The Word says that God inhabits the praises of His people. Psalms 22 and 3 says, But thou art holy, O thou that inhabit this, the praises of Israel. It is amazing to think that God in all of his fullness and habits and dwells in our praises of him. And praise is irresistible to God. As he hears us call his name, he is ready to answer us. So you need to go ahead and tell the devil, I may be scarred, but I'm still going to worship. I may be bruised, but I'm still going to sing. I may be broken, but I'm still going to shout. I may be wounded, but I'm still going to dance. I may be weak, but I am, going to st I am still going to praise the Lord with all I have. The devil thought he had me. He thought I was dead. He thought that I would get up, give up and never dance again. But God, but God saved me. But God delivered me. But God reached me. But God picked me up, turned me around, and, pre, uh, and placed my feet on solid ground. You ought to tell the devil, devil, you're about to have a bad day. I'm taking back everything you stole from me. And when I do, you're not coming back in my house. You're not coming back in my family. You're not coming back in my kids. Devil, you're dead. You're gone. And the war is over. For the battle is not mine or yours, but the battle is the Lord's. And he has never lost a battle. Because when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he has done for me, I can't help but shout, I can't help but dance, and I can't help but give him all I have. Because I still have a song. How shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? Because I know I'm going to win this battle, and I know that I'm going to get through this situation. There's a prayer that Bishop Joe Holmes' mother used to pray. And it's this, get back Jordan, roll back Red Sea, fall down Jericho walls, you can't stop me. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that right now, You, I say it again, I said, get back Jordan, roll back Red Sea, fall down Jericho walls, you can't stop me. You are a child of the king. Don't walk around this world feeling like you're at the bottom of the barrel because you are the head and not the tail. And if God be for you, then my question is, who can be against you? 
God is attracted to noise. If you remember the story of Jericho, the walls fell down because the people shouted and praised the Lord. But not only that, they marched. They made noise. And so you know what I'm doing when I dance. I'm, I'm taking care of the stress. I'm taking care of the money. I'm taking care of the fear. I'm taking care of the anxiety. I'm taking care of whatever is hindering me from giving God the glory. Because I'm going to shout with a voice of triumph and dance like nobody's watching. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let the redeemed of the Lord rise up. We're going to put the devil under our feet. Every time we dance, every time we shout, because for the Lord is good and his mercy endureth forever. 1 Corinthians 4 and verse 10 says, We are fools for Christ's sake, but ye are wise in Christ. We are weak, but ye are strong. Ye are honorable, but we are despised. So let's give God the praise and glory he deserves. Lord, I'm going to praise with my hands. I'm going to praise with my life. I'm going to praise with my dance. I'm going to praise with my situation. I'm going to praise with my circumstance because I have the victory over my life, over my family, over my kids, over my home. Anything that tries to come against me will never prosper because the weapons of our warfare are not count carnal, but they are mighty through God for the pulling down of the strongholds. Use the old weapons that God has given you, because if you use them, they never expire. They will always get you out of the wilderness. They will always get you out of the trouble. They will always get you out of the situation you are in. There's a story in the Bible. The prophet gave the Israelites, oh, sorry, the prophet gave the king and uh, the arrows and he said smite this man on the ground and he said as much as you smite him that will be how you defeat the enemy and so the king took the arrows and hit the ground he hit the ground three times one two three and the prophet said why did you stop why did you only hit the ground three times he said Man, you should have smote the ground five times, ten times, twelve times. You should have smote the ground till your arm was tired. Why did you stop before you really got victory? Some of us have smote the ground three times. We're tired of our situation. We're ready for everything get to get back to normal. But you've only smote the ground three times. You have only smote the ground three times and you're just ready to give up. But for the rest of us that have been through some stuff and that want to smite the ground five times, ten times, twelve times, for those that really want to keep on smiting and say to the devil, I'm not leaving without joy. I'm not leaving that victory. I'm not leaving without hope. I'm not leaving without peace. I'm not leaving until you are dead and your head is in my hands. 
That is what I'm going to do. I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to give up until I know that I got victory. Till I know that the Lord is going to work things out. I'm going to praise for the Lord's behalf because the battle is not mine. For the battle is the Lord's. Amen. Amen. I'm going to praise God through everything I've been through. Amen. I may be weak, but I'm still anointed. Amen. Amen. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope that this has encouraged you in many different directions and ways. I hope that you uh, understand that through depression, through anxiety, through anything you are going through, you still have a song that says, All my life you've been so faithful. All my life you've been so good. Through every breath that I am able, I will sing of the goodness of God. There's another song uh, it's called After All These Years. And the bridge says, From generation to generation, there's no eye, there's no boundaries to your greatness. No eye have seen, no ear has heard. You're not done yet. And I believe that. You're not done till God says it's over. You're not done till God says it's done. And I feel that so strongly in the world that we feel like God has done with us. We haven't been used. We, we've been praying and we've been fasting. But God has your time for a specific reason and a specific season. But you also have to be ready. The Bible says be ready in season and out of season. So you have to understand that you may not be used yet, but will you be ready when you are supposed to be used? Amen, amen. I, I don't want to take too much longer, but I just feel that like if you are not ready, God is a gentleman. He will not use you. He will not put anything in your hands that he knows you cannot handle. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you so much for watching this. I hope this encouraged you so much. And I hope that you have a great rest of your day. God bless.